0: Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Modern Business Podcast. It is a snowy Thursday here in uh, in Chicago. Uh, really excited for this next interview. Uh, I love talking about the fitness industry. Um, I, I, I try my best. To, it's almost like a motivation thing for me to be able to talk to some of the people that you know live and breathe this space, so I can keep myself fit as I'm always like going all over the place, all over the country for franchise conferences and such. But uh, really excited to have my next conversation today. Uh, about a brand that I happen to know quite well. I candidly have never experienced it before, but I feel like I have because I know many of the people within the organization quite well. So really looking forward to having on their VP of Franchise Development shortly. Um, before I do that, I want to make a couple of announcements about some of the conferences that we have coming up. Uh, first one being, of course, the IFA. Uh, as I'm sure most of you know, um, you know both Fishman PR, Franchise Elevator, Franchise Supplier Network, all of the things that Ryan and myself are affiliated with uh, will be there in full force um i as soon as i get off of this interview i'm going to be starting uh i'm going to be starting sending out invites for fran jam which is very exciting uh as well as many other things that we have going on there so stay tuned for all of that if you are a listener and you'd like to listen uh, if you'd like to really learn a little bit more about the ifa and how to get involved and if you guys feel like that you want to attend the convention but you never have before um feel free to let ryan or myself know and we'd be happy to direct you in the right direction um in addition to that. Uh, Franchisors.com obviously has many events that we do over the course of the year. We have three in particular, uh, two of which that happen before summer and one of which that happens uh, at the back half of the year springboard. Um, so the two conferences that we have coming up, the first one being in March, is called Unconference. And that's a conference that's really geared towards you know mature CEOs in the franchise space to be able to network and kick back and you know be go, hop on the ski mountain and go for a whiskey tasting and just – chat with other folks that are kind of in and around, you know, their level within franchising. And so that's a really awesome event that's coming up in Park City. Uh, That's going to be March 22nd to 24th. And then Ryan and myself, uh, as many, many, you know, avid listeners will know, started a conference in 2019 called Young Conference. Uh, It is going to be the fourth year, the third one being in person. Uh, This year it's going to be in Chicago, uh, in my hometown, uh, in May. So it'll be May 10th to 12th. Uh, and if you look if you'd like to learn a little bit more about that uh, please feel free to reach out to me directly uh, it is an invite only event for young conference because we have a limited amount of space so we go up to about 150 people uh, so if you are a supplier and you were looking to learn a little bit more about that please contact Ryan and myself uh, immediately because those will fill up very quickly uh, we already have many many takers that have signed up for the supplier side uh, and we do limit the amount of suppliers we have in order to, you know, make it as, you know, natural of an environment as we possibly can. Uh, and for franchisors and franchisees, you know, you can hop on and sign up. That, that invite is going to go live uh, pretty soon. Uh, so I will send that to you directly if you ask for it. Uh, last but not least, uh, I did also want to highlight that we are planning – uh, Ryan, myself, Dean, and the rest of the Franchise Supplier Network team will be at multi-unit uh, out in Vegas in April. Uh, so for folks who are looking to potentially you know, speak with us as we're there, that would be great. And, but in addition to that, um, we are going to be hosting a party as we always do. So please stay tuned for that, and I will keep you posted on those details as they come. Okay, Uh, so really excited for our next episode today. Uh, I'm really, really lucky to have a very close friend of mine that's going to be on today. I have the VP of Franchise Development of 30 Minute Hit. I have Stacey Firth on with us. Stacey, thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, Zach. So good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, really, really, really happy to have you here. You know, you have told me many, many times over that you are actually a listener of modern business, you know, and that obviously always makes me very happy, but also, you know, it's really nice to have on a listener as a guest. So, looking forward to chatting with you a bit about Thirty Minute Hit, uh, which for folks who don't know is actually a brand that is uh, that is uh, that is up from the Great White North. Uh, it's from Canada, and so you guys are out of Vancouver. Uh, would love for you to tell us a little bit for folks who don't know what Thirty Minute Hit is. I know that Jackson and Deanna, your founders, have been on the show before, um, but it's been uh, almost about three and a half years now since they've been on the show. So talk to me a bit about the founding story because I know you have to say it because you're obviously on the Frandup side. Talk to me a bit about that and why Jackson and Deanna tried to and wanted to do this.
1: So Jackson has a very um, high level of martial arts experience and he was teaching K1 kickboxing champions and all these fighters that went on to win, you know, competitions and stuff like that. Um, And then Deanna, she's got a very strong business and sales background and she loves fitness and she wanted to do a workout like the one Jackson was providing, but in a less intimidating environment. And so they created 30 Minute Hit and it was just inside of Jackson's martial arts studio. Women started to come, you know, even like the very first member that they had. Her daughter turned into the very first franchisee, so it grew very organically. Uh, Before I think they even knew it was going to be a franchise, it kind of took a life of its own because, uh, you know, one member turns into another owner, et cetera. So, uh, but yeah, for those that don't know what 30 Minute Hit is, it is a women's kickboxing studio, but it's in a circuit style format, so it keeps it very non-intimidating. It's super fast. It's only 30 minutes, hence the name. Uh, it's basically 13 stations, two minutes each one, and you have 15 second intervals to break up those two minutes. So it's all based around that high intensity interval training. We have some self-defense aspects into it, but it's a full-body workout. It's super fun. It's trainer-led, so there is a trainer that's going to engage with everybody based on their own physical fitness level and skill level. So our members progress. They become super strong, confident, empowered. But the best part is it's 30 minutes. <laughs> You're in and out. It's like a full-body workout, so fitness doesn't need to like take over your life. It can fit really easily into your life. And the way our memberships are structured, members can come unlimited. They have full access to every location. So it just keeps fitness super accessible for everybody. It's at a good price point. Um, But yeah, it kicks your butt. I've been doing the workout now for like 13 years. (laughs) So, um, and I'm still flatlined in the stretching space. So it stays challenging because kickboxing is a sport. It's not just a gym. You're going to continue to build on your technique and your skills. And it just becomes more and more challenging, but in a fun way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the cool things about this, as you kind of highlighted, is that you, you know, were a longtime member before you actually decided to become, you know, and work for the corporate side, I believe. And don't quote me if I'm wrong, but I believe that you're also a franchisee as well. I, I don't know if I'm making that up, but I do know that you have been very, very involved in the brand for a long time, even before you started selling it.
1: Oh, definitely. I started actually as a member. I walked in and did a free trial. And as she was signing me up at the end, I was just kind of half listening and just kind of looking around her going like, yeah, yeah, okay, sign me up. But how do I own one of these? (laughs) So I left my commercial real estate background and dove right in to open our first studio, actually only six weeks after I became a member myself. And then, you know, within three years, we own three locations. And I just started working um, you know, closely with Deanna and Jackson and dove into this about four years ago. So yeah, it's been it's been a, a wild ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's super cool whenever you have somebody who started out as really, you know, being a consumer of what they're of what they're selling, and then all of a sudden they're on the other side and they're the ones that are actually doing the selling themselves, which which I always loved and I think it really does tell a great story. You know, when When you're talking to prospects, you know, when they're trying to get into the fitness space, obviously it's a space that, you know, has a lot of nuances to it. There are many niches to it these days. You know, the age of boutique fitness really came to rise when you guys started to franchise as well. Um, You guys were kind of part of that tidal wave. Talk me me through why, you know, people are picking 30-minute hit over others in the space because even within the fitness, boxing is – it has quite, has quite a few, you know, worthy competitors. So talk to me a bit about that.
1: Yeah, I think, well, a huge differentiator for us because obviously boutique fitness, there's there's tons of options out there, um, you know, when it comes to boxing, like we are circuit style. So, um, but overall our low investment is huge. Like that's a big differentiator on the franchising side. Um, big part of that is our equipment it's custom built we have small facility sizes we have small staff sizes so our overhead and our initial investment is on the lower side we don't have any equipment leasing or anything like that and it's a super simple build out so we are under the 200,000 mark like most of our franchisees open opening around 150,000 for their investment Um, and then it's easy to manage and things like that but we being non-class based it's we're just a different we're a different thing, right? We can accommodate a lot of people in increments of time. So four to five hours in the morning, we're open four to five hours at night and we can accommodate like hundreds of people within that time frame. Whereas class-based environments, you know, you might be limited to 10 or 20 people, people have to book in advance. Whereas we can accommodate a lot of people um, in a small amount of time, but our overhead and all of that stays really streamlined and on the lower end. And we can kind of trickle that down to our members where our price point can be, Better, right? It doesn't need to be like in the two hundred dollar range. It can be, you know, around one hundred and twenty dollars, and they have unlimited access and they can come whenever. And with our low overhead, we but our good price point, we don't need to have a significant amount of members to be profitable. You can be really happy and successful with a couple hundred. So it's an attainable number, and just with the way our overhead stays nice and low and streamlined and predictable. um, Also, too, like a big part to like obviously our culture, but our our royalty fees it's a flat rate super easy to predict (laughs) you know what you're spending every month it ranges between five and nine hundred so we stand out in a number of different ways on the consumer side but also on the franchise side and obviously we have tons of support well not obviously but now you know tons and tons and tons of support so we help with all of that finding the good location that's going to maximize you know your growth and everything that way so uh, yeah, that's kind of how we stand out. In the boutique space, we're we're a niche within a niche. We're in the boxing realm, obviously, but then we're women's only. And then we break it down to not being classed, unlimited. You can come to any location, et cetera.
0: Yeah, thank you. I think that's definitely helpful for people just when they're thinking about what you guys do differently than the others out there, just to have that concept down. So when you're thinking about the fitness industry as a whole for a second, when we're taking a 30,000-foot view here you know, obviously, we are in a recession at the current moment, or we're getting there. People claim that we're not in it yet, or we're in the middle of it, or we've been in it for a while. I don't really much know, but I know that, you know, it, it, it certainly is, it seems like it is here in my assessment. Um, why do you believe that the fitness space is really worth investing into right now? You know, when you're having conversations with prospects right now, you know, why, what are you kind of telling them when you're saying, you know, this industry is one to be in right now?
1: Well, it's kind of a unique time, right? Because it's not like we just went into a recession and we didn't just have a global pandemic right before yeah. it, right? So we've had everybody that's kind of been, you know, either not working out or working out less or stuck at home, etc. Now they're ready to start getting back into the gym. Yes, we've hit a recession or we're in it or we're almost there or whatever, but people are, you know, spending less on, you know, putting that into their homes or travel and things like that. And they're putting it more into themselves and focusing on getting healthy again and things like that. Plus we're in a bit of a unique spot too, like us specifically because our price point is not unattainable. Like it's an affordable price point. Our memberships range from, you know, $90 to $120 a little bit more in some areas like Brooklyn. Um, But yeah, it's a really affordable price point, but with franchisees coming on board, like a lot of them are getting out of corporate America, rather like if it was their choice or not, right? And they're looking for something that can, they can build their own future. And with our low overhead, it's providing them an opportunity to get into it. And often in cases, multiple locations and things like that. Um, but yeah, the world is like, it's it's an interesting spot. And being a franchisee myself, like I'm seeing it, right? Like we're seeing people coming back to the gym that have maybe been like, kind of staying at home for the last couple of years. Now they're starting to come. We're seeing old members come back that have previously canceled through the pandemic. So I think more and more people are spending time and energy on their mental health, their physical health, and maybe they're spending less on clothing and, you know, like travel and home improvements at this point. So I feel like it's a it's a weird time for it to be a recession post pandemic, but I, I do feel it's a great opportunity to get into the fitness industry because regardless, people are wanting to move their bodies and improve their mental health. And that's an affordable, um, they can find an affordable thing and it, the way they feel after moving their body, like the, the mental relief and everything after all the stress that's going on in our world, it's, 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 it's a weird spot, but I think it's good. I think it's good. Like we're, we're seeing, we're seeing that rise. So I'm happy to be in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's certainly a weird time, right? Because you're right. It's almost like, from an economic standpoint, everything that typically takes about seven to 10 years to happen happen in the span of like two, which is very strange, but it feels like that we're, that we're kind of, you know, doing it all much quicker than we normally do. Um, which is, which is quite interesting, but I think it also kind of forces us as an industry to really determine and kind of figure out exactly how, you know, we want to phrase ourselves and, in understanding that, yes, there were just, there were just layoffs and furloughs happening during the pandemic, but they're happening again, like I, which is, which I think is just such a strange situation to deal with, but, but we're doing it. So um, in terms of, you know, my question for you guys relative to, you know, 30 minute hit in particular, you know, when somebody is thinking about why they're trying to get involved with the brand that just represents you know, one particular one particular group, which in your case is women versus something that's a little bit more all-encompassing, you know, what are some of the things that you're saying to kind of cool, you know, those those potential doubts that maybe they don't, the target market or the pool of people may not be big enough for that?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, I do get that question sometimes, and I think it's, you know, and it's a simple answer, really, because yes, of course, if you accommodate like men and women, yes, together, that's a larger pool, but There's a lot of women that will not feel comfortable stepping into a co-ed facility, let alone a co-ed boxing facility, right? You know, Boutique Fitness is known to be a higher percentage of women that are going and all we're doing is setting up a space where it's less intimidating for women to come in, get sweaty, be a hot disaster after their workout not care what they look like and just have a safe space to come in and learn martial arts and kickboxing you know without that intimidation factor you know i was 24 years old when i signed up uh, for 30 minute hit i was perfectly comfortable going into like a co-ed gym was i comfortable going into a co-ed boxing facility absolutely not <laughs> like i didn't want to you know look silly or learn a skill like that that was uh, more on the intimidating side so instead of um, you know, thinking about it how we're, you know, splitting our our target in half, you know, all we're doing is catering to our entire demographic rather than just the people that are comfortable going into a co-ed facility, you know, cause there's a lot of women, like we have members that are 65. We have members that are 22. Like we can accommodate our entire demographic. It also keeps it so much simpler on our side. Our facilities are de- designed for women. The design can be look like clean and simple and, you know, inviting. It doesn't need to be black and yellow or black and red or, or our marketing doesn't have to accommodate both genders. You know, it's, it's just, designed for women, like from top to bottom. So our marketing can cater to our demographic. We can get the, you know, our word out there and our messaging and our marketing. And then when they come in, that continues and it works. And honestly, women are the best consumers, let's be real. like. When we love something, we tell everybody who will listen about it. And our husbands don't care, right? So if we're telling our moms, our sisters, our friends, et cetera, and we bring those people in, word of mouth is huge in our industry. So, um, yeah, like I, I have an answer for that. And I live and breathe it. I was one of those people that only wanted to go to a, a women's gym. and But then they stay for multiple, uh, all the other reasons, right? It's only 30 minutes. They have unlimited access, et cetera. So being women's only is just a small part of it. But, um, yeah, we can take, cater to a lot a lot more of our uh, demographic.
0: No, I love it. I think that that's definitely that's definitely a question that I'm sure that a lot of people have initially. But when they kind of hear your answer, and obviously you're one of the best people to 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 talk about it, considering that you you know were a member yourself before you did all this, and so uh, you you went through many hoops to become where you are today in terms of being a franchisee, and you know you're you're also the VP friend of now. So it's just a big a big big difference. So. You know, when you're thinking about you know being an owner, because you are your, you are one yourself, obviously. We've talked about you know as a franchisee. Obviously, I think the technology is just a really really large part of what is required in order to be successful. Uh, especially when you're when when you're you know pulling double duty and you're also working at the corporate office as well. Talk to me a bit about some of the technology you guys have at your disposal. Uh, That's really allowing you uh, as a franchisee to be successful, because I think that in fitness, I find that, you know, any operational tech that's allowing you to kind of minimize the amount of time that you're that you're, you know, really working on your business instead of in it, I think is so important. So talk to me a bit about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it stems like we do like we have endless tools and support, like since I started years and years ago, it's like grown a huge amount with the amount of tools and systems that we have, obviously, like the world is constantly changing, right? Um, So we have access to tons of things that help us be more of a semi absentee role. But I think our business model in general helps with all of that, because we are not the type of facility that needs, um, you know, multiple trainers on site, etc. Like we're so simple, you know, you're open for four to five hours in the morning, four to five hours at night, you have one trainer there, you know, doing all the free trials, training the members, et cetera. So I think in general, it's already set up to be a really flexible um, lifestyle for owners. Everything pretty much can be done remotely, right? Like you can, like if you have members or potential members like text messaging questions and things like that, that can be done like just at your fingertips, right? Like wherever you are, Um, you know, our whole membership, it's all, um, we have a custom built database so we can deal with all of our memberships um, in house. Billing, everything like that. So it's all um, Jackson is, you know, he's a skilled martial artist. (laughs) And, you know, obviously him and Deanna have developed this amazing brand, but he's also really into technology building and having it uh, be meant directly for us. So, everything pretty much can be done remotely. And I love that because, you know, for us, it was really important to have a business model that provided us that flexibility to be parents. Uh, So we run a very semi-absentee location. That's how we run it. And I think that's everybody's end goal, right? Like, fill it with staff they can run the day to day and you can handle the back end um, but even the back end is so minimal and easy to manage it's like you know a lot of locations don't even have managers because the day to day is kind of simple on the back side so um yeah i know it's kind of a broad answer but we're kind of a unique we're kind of a unique little pocket <laughs> so
0: no yeah i i i think it's just important to understand the tech stack that you guys have available to you because i believe that you know, a lot of fitness concepts, it's, it's that grand opening is so important and it's such a hustle environment, but you guys certainly have that aspect to you, but it is a little bit different in that regard because I think that the attitude is different, which I think kind of lends itself to it being a little bit more, it's a little bit more low key than a typical fitness concept may or may not be. And, I think that, that 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 that's always a good thing in, in a sense, because it's almost like you walk around a franchise conference and you can kind of tell the people that sell the fitness franchises sometimes, um, just be, they, the, all the guys have like kind of the same hair. Like you can just like kind of tell um, they're all like really perfectly like tan. Um, but I mean, you know, I think that it's always nice to be able to have, you know, a little bit more of a low pressure environment where, yes, it's not class structured and you can definitely make a great you know, living as a franchisee by not having eight, 800 members. Right. So I think it, it is such a big difference in that regard. And, you know, you know, when you're when you guys were deciding that you were going to enter into the U.S. market for the first time, because obviously, as I mentioned in the beginning, you guys started up in Vancouver and you guys grew across Canada in many different spots and then decided to come down to the U.S. Um, talk to me a bit about why you felt when you guys decided to do it, like why you felt that was the right time.
1: Um, Well, one thing I really respect about Deanna and Jackson is that they really focused on responsible growth. Um, They are like down to their core, like good hearted humans, and they would not sleep well at night, you know, awarding a franchise that they didn't feel like was going to be successful or before it was ready to kind of launch in different areas. Um, You know, they wanted to make sure that they had the tools and infrastructure in place to support their existing franchisees in Canada before they expanded into the U.S., You know, I'm sure everybody knows in the fitness industry or not even the fitness industry, in the franchise industry without those tools and systems to help locations get open or support them, you know, bad things can happen to the franchisees and the brand, right? It could just disappear. So they really focused, like they let it organically happen in Canada. Like many people have the same story as me. They started as a member, fell in love, wanted to open their location. Um, Deanna and Jackson were very big on not oversaturating with 30 minute hits. So we're really well placed to compliment one another rather than like create that, Uh, competition amongst each other. Our members can use any location, et cetera. So there's no point in oversaturating uh, with 30-minute hits in our area. But it grew very organically in Canada. And while that was happening, they focused on building the tools and infrastructure behind the scenes to make sure that when we were ready to grow into the U.S., that we could support those franchisees. So they did an incredible job with that. Um, You know, we've had people come in and want to buy 10. And um, it's like, well, how do we know you're going to be successful or your territory can handle 10. Like they want every location that sells, they want that location to open and thrive. And they want that owner to be happy and successful and then open multiple locations and things like that. So, but we're starting to see now, now that we have brand recognition and we're starting to pop up, I think we have about 30 locations uh, in the U.S. right now. Now we're starting to see people like, okay, I want to claim my multiple pack, right? Like they want Cause they, they know it's coming. Whereas at first they're like, what is this 30 minute hit? I got to fly to Canada to experience it. And, but now we're starting to see that and um, more of that organic kind of traction happening in the U S as well, which is cool. So, um, yeah, so they're, they're unique. Dan and Jackson, they are good hearted humans and they, they honestly sincerely want their franchisees to do well, which obviously, um, tools, systems, territories, et cetera, all of that matters.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes, I can. I can attest, folks, that they are great people. So I think that certainly does make sense that they kind of want to grow responsibly, and that's something that the fitness industry within franchising has really uh, dealt with uh, over the past couple of years. Is that there's been a lot of that. Uh, there's been a lot of the opposite of that. We'll put it that way. And so I think that you know it is important to be able to keep that in mind. And when you're growing responsibly, it also allows you to ensure that your operations are down are, are down in a lot more. I guess they're they're just seem to me like it's just better to be able to go about it that way. Real estate is a lot easier when you're not biting off more than you can chew and things of that nature. So um, definitely good to hear. So, you know, in, uh, you know, in conclusion here, I would love to just learn a little bit more about, you know, the growth plans that you guys have. Uh, If you guys are looking to go outside of Canada and the U.S., if you're looking to do that quite yet. Uh, if you're looking, if there's new markets you're entering into, into the U.S., uh, things like that it would be great to hear.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just awarded a couple in Florida. Florida has been super busy for us. Same thing with New York, uh, Texas. Uh, but we get territory checks and requests. And I talk to people, potential franchisees all over the U.S. So definitely the U.S. It has been a, a main focus of mine. We do also focus on international. Um, we have another... Uh, Uh, sales rep that handles that part Um, but we just actually signed for Dubai we're coming to Dubai so that's Ah. I know we already have a location in Saudi with more to come. Uh, we have signed a location in Belfast, Ireland. So we are going international. <laughs> so we are like, you know, put a look at the map and like drop a pin. Like that's where we're ready to go. So I'm super excited though. I think that the Dubai, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't handle it, I'm pretty sure that was signed um, about a week or two ago. So that's like in the works. Uh, but Saudi has been open for a few years. And yeah, we're excited to just go everywhere everywhere so 30 minute hits gonna be on the map all over the place <laughs> a bunch wow.
0: of well, over. well very exciting um that's awesome uh, to be able to hear a little bit more about the international development that's happening of course your first four four-way was in the u.s but now that you guys are you know going elsewhere that's great and how many locations are you guys open now stacy
1: we are just under 100 it's like we're we're ready to kind of like just jump over that line um so actually we might be at it i like i said i don't handle the internationals i'm not sure where we hit with the dubai and um others but just around 100 or just under but we're gonna close that and be over the 100 mark like any day (laughs) that's my goal wow yeah
0: well very exciting uh that's always great and it's always great news it's very very hard you know to be able to get over that 100 location point it's hard to get to the 20 point to be honest but um super cool to hear that you guys have made it to that made it to that point and uh, looking forward to seeing how the rest of this goes. And Stacey, for folks who want to learn a little bit more and, you know, want to have the pleasure of chatting with you about opening up franchise, you know, where can they go?
1: Uh, well, we have a great website, uh, my 30 Um, And actually through that, or you can just email me directly, Stacey at 30 Minute Hit. We have a fantastic discovery center. It's all custom built. And so any, anybody that wants to explore more about our brand, that's a great place to go you, self-paced um, and I help you through that process as well, but it's a, a great way to go and learn. You can see like our build-out plans, all of our support, our systems, you hear from the founders, other franchisees. Uh, so you can kind of go and explore at your own pace there. So yeah, you can either head to the website, my 30 and request access through that, or just email me directly and I can send you an invitation.
0: And folks, that is an EY for how to spell Stacey, <laughs> just to make sure, because I know that there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, I also have a first name that sometimes people like to confuse spellings for. So that is the EY at the end for Stacy at 30 Minute Hit. And uh, Stacey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, really happy we could have you on. And uh, always nice to have a listener on with us. And hopefully we'll have you back soon.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Zach, with a K.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well. I mean, God, she she knows me well. She knows Zach with the K. So, for folks who would like to listen to more episodes like this, uh, we can, you can go to anywhere that you listen to podcasts and type in modern. That's M O D R N business. Uh, and if you'd like to subscribe, we'd obviously would love that too. Uh, thanks again to Stacey Furr from Thirty Minute Hit for coming on the show, and uh, look forward to seeing you all very very soon. Cheers. Bye.